As a Latter-day Saint, I took my scripture study seriously, particularly the Book of Mormon, which I believe to be the keystone of my religion. If the Book of Mormon was from God, then Joseph Smith was truly a prophet. But one day I was reading in 3 Nephi chapter 23, verse 1, where Jesus states, Yea, a commandment I give unto you, that ye search these things diligently, for great are the words of Isaiah. Now, typically when I read through Isaiah chapters in Book of Mormon, I found 2 Nephi, probably like most Latter-day Saints, very boring, and I got quickly through them, skipped through and through them. But in 3 Nephi, Jesus is commanding me and everyone else to diligently search the words of Isaiah, for they are great. So, as a faithful Latter-day Saint, I wanted to keep that somewhat obscure commandment. I need to mention here, in the headings of those Isaiah chapters in the Book of Mormon, it tells the reader to compare with the Isaiah chapters of the Bible. So, I diligently went to my LDS edition of the King James Bible to compare those Bible chapters of Isaiah with what was written in the Book of Mormon. And to my surprise, I saw something I had never noticed before. And quite frankly, I was shocked. Okay, I need to give a little background here, so bear with me a second. When the translators of the King James Bible in 1611 A.D. were translating from the ancient Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic manuscripts, they found those languages didn't flow well in the English language. So they decided to insert their own words here and there to complete some sentences that were a bit choppy in places in order to make the text more readable. But none of those insertions affected the meaning or doctrine of those passages. It made the old Elizabethan English easier to read. And to certify that there was no confusion as to which words or phrases were inserted into the English translation, they italicized those insertions. Therefore, the reader can easily identify, as you read the King James Bible, what was added by the translators in 1611. Okay, make sense? Now, also remember that the book of Isaiah in the Bible was written around 70, 700 B.C., the Book of Mormon claims that the words of Isaiah were taken from the brass plates that Lehi and Nephi brought with them in 600 B.C. from Jerusalem to the New World. And 2 Nephi, which is in the Book of Mormon, was, uh, has an approximate date of 550 B.C. I know that's a little bit confusing, but just wanted to let you know what the dates are there. Here and Now, here's what I discovered as I was comparing those Book of Mormon chapters of Isaiah with the same Isaiah chapters in the King James Bible, and what really, caught, what really surprised me. The Book of Mormon Isaiah chapters in 2 Nephi, as I was reading them, I, have, I counted a total of 252 words, of which those same words are italicized in the King James Bible. However, they're not italicized in the Book of Mormon. Here's just one example. In the King James Bible, it reads in, in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 7, Their land also is full of silver and gold, neither is there any end of their treasures. Their land is also full of horses, neither is there any end of chariots. 
So the words, is there any, was inserted twice here in the one verse by the translators in Isaiah, uh, uh, by the translators in 1611. Now compare that with the same Book of Mormon Isaiah verse in 2 Nephi chapter 12, verse 7, and you will find the same exact wording in the King James, but the phrase, is there any, used twice, is not italicized in the Book of Mormon. When I read that, I thought, something's not right here. How on earth did those inserted words from the LDS, my LDS edition of the King James Bible get into my Book of Mormon? I went on to find 250 more examples just like that one. After the following challenge to search those things diligently, I determined that the only explanation for my discoveries were that the author of the Book of Mormon had to have plagiarized or copied the Isaiah text directly from the King James Version of the Bible into the Book of Mormon including those italicized words added by 17th century translators. There's no other explanation. The Book of Mormon statement, great are the words of Isaiah, were great in proving to me that the Book of Mormon had to be written by in the 19th century by an author named Joseph Smith, Jr. It's just something to consider. Please share this with friends and loved ones. God bless.